0: One, two, three. Ladies and gentlemen, we this are back. This is Adam Brecht. And this is Alfred Aira. We are back this week. And uh, this time around the yard, it is an interview with Gabriel Wilson.
1: Oh my God. Welcome
0: to the, uh, to the room. Guys, this is so
1: hard. I cannot. I cannot keep quiet. I talk way too much.
0: Um, yes, he does. Well, <laughs> looking for you. This one's all about you. So I
1: hate that. I hate that. I wanted to talk about Thanksgiving. Well, bad, the, not the
0: people want to know. The people want to know. <laughs> they do. And fair so enough, does your enough. mother. Yes. So you cannot. Yes, my you,
1: mom was on me for this one. You God. cannot. Fair you
0: cannot rob her of that. Fair okay? enough. So you're that much, after all.
1: Okay. Shall we get right into it?
0: Yes. Let's get right into it. Abby.
1: Gabriel Wilson. Oh God. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
0: Please. Give us a little intro. to
1: A little intro. I'll give you the between the Adam and the Alfred intro, so I won't go as long as Alfred. <laughs> uh, my name is Gabe Vincent Wilson. Gabe, short for Gabriel. Uh, we are from Massachusetts, small town called Hopedale. If any of you for from that small town, thank you for listening. I really appreciate you in our town of 6,000. Uh, transferred into different high schools, St. John's High, for those of you and my friends listening there. Appreciate you all. Miss you all. And... Um, let me see. I traveled 3200 miles across the country and I can say it's probably been one of the best decisions I've made. So that's that's here. Oh yeah.
0: Can I ask what was the determining factors of you choosing San Diego as you know, your home base?
1: If I'm going to be completely honest, I looked I typed in one day, I go S- colleges in California. Mm-hmm. I typed that in like freshman year. Mm-hmm. And you could ask everyone that I like grew up with. All right. It was Gabe's going to Cali. Gabe's going to Cali. Gabe's going to Cali. It's going to Cali. And my first acceptance was actually at USF. And San I, kid, yeah, mm-hmm. I got it in my bed and I ran downstairs. I was like, mom, 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 San Francisco, San Francisco came back. And it was the realization like, Oh my God, I can actually go to Cali now. Mm-hmm. And then San Diego came in. I'll never forget. It was like six o'clock in the morning, Eastern time. Cause they came out nine. Right. Like, right. Ooh. So it was like early, early. And I ran upstairs and I'm like, my dad was knocked out. And I ran in, and I literally full jumped. I am not a small person, okay? I am not my younger brother, Hunter. He's a little chunky.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's a chunky monkey,
1: Yeah, this little baby. I jumped full, like just a full jump uh, into my dad's bed. Sure. Right on my dad. And I was like, Dad, we got him! And once I got into San Diego, that was it. I was yeah. like, all right, we're going. One, I loved all the change-making stuff, but two, I loved the location. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to go so far. My thing was, I don't want no plan B. You know, it's all on me. Mm-hmm. It's succeed or succeed. Mm-hmm. And if you're not succeeding, well, guess what? You better fucking figure it out. Yeah. Because you ain't going home. Right. Mm-hmm. It's 3,200 miles. It's mm-hmm. an expensive plane ride. Mm-hmm. So that was uh, that was the probably the determining factor.
2: Okay. To come here. Okay. I like that. Very nice. Yeah. That's very. Nice.
0: That's very oh, I, I stumped that's, you. I stumped no, you. <laughs> that's not stumping. I'm. I thought. I thought there would be some deeper reason, but. That's
1: <laughs> no, it was mostly that I just wanted... You keep
0: saying this, Gabe's going to Cali. Is there a reason why California? Why?
1: I I wanted... First, I like the weather. I, I, I really love the weather. That's fair. I came here once with my dad when I was a freshman. And I was like, I love this place. We okay. went to Coronado. And I was just like, you know what? I love this place. And honestly, it was the essence of traveling. Okay. I've always wanted to travel and meet an extension of people. You know, and I thought Cali was a place where you got every walk of life. You know, you had someone from Wisconsin mm-hmm. who traveled from California to Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. You had someone who went to through the Marines for his life, or someone like Hayden or Max who come here from other places or lived here and moved an hour away
0: mm-hmm. or um, moved across. The country. I will say California is probably one of the, it's the most diverse state. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just because of how many different cultures have come to this place, I think it makes it really special and you're just one more person to make that well, thank thing special. Yeah. Now, if you know anything about Gabe, <clears throat> you know he is an ambitious little boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just a little bit. Um, somebody with m- many different areas of academic interest. Could you tell us, what's what, what are the things that you came to college to study? What What do you want to do here? So what do you want to accomplish?
1: I came in uh, wanting to do finance. Mm -hmm. and real estate Mm -hmm. and then over time kind of found this realization that I love helping people and I love uh, psychology so uh, following in my mom's footsteps a little bit we uh, are majoring in business or finance in real estate um, and then also minoring in psychology but I also believe that like school is a big part of why I'm here but I'm here for more reasons than school Mm -hmm. I'm here for friends and relationships and I'm here to grow as a person You know, something I used to say to my friends back home as it was coming closer was, I just got to leave. I got to go to Cali. I got to move. I got to get out there. You know, like, Mm -hmm. things feel too stagnant after a while. Sure. And when you move, you have this gigantic period of growth that you just keep growing. And Mm -hmm. I'm still in that giant period of growth.
0: I think I can actively see that with you.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it. I think a lot of people
0: see growth in somebody after they've been exposed to a new environment. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And new motivating people. Unconsciously. Mm-hmm. It yeah. just happens. Yeah. It's just new ideas, new aspects, you know? Living by that motto, stranger is just a friend you haven't met yet. Okay. You know? So, I
2: got to ask a question. I know you said you wanted to just get out to, get out to Cali, just leave, 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 but was there something about mass that made you not want to stay there? Or was it more so you just wanted to really broaden your horizons and kind of
1: become this, this new, growing person? Nothing that, like, was really like hold, like nothing that really was driving me away it was mostly just like the understanding that there are oppor- there are opportunities out there and right now I was not touching them and I want to be there you know it was August like 15th and I'm like seven days away from leaving and I'm like I want to go I want to go I want to go I want to go Cause like there is this opportunity that I see in front of me, this amazing opportunity that I can already see is on a hundred percent guarantee I'm gonna win when I put myself there, yet I can't get there yet, cause I gotta wait for this date to fly out there to move in. Sure. You know? So it was nothing that was driving me away from Mass. I love Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. I do. I don't, I, I don't love the cold as much. Mm,
0: <laughs> you. This guy really does represent Mass. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> on that note, I want to ask you about that me being a Southern California boy, I've never been on the East coast Mm. and you representing the socks, you know, socks, you know, your little Duxbury and your, (laughs) all your little Massachusetts uh, quirks. What is life like in the great state of Massachusetts? And since you wanted to touch on Thanksgiving, I think we all did. um, I wanted to ask, um, number one, what's, what's life like in Massachusetts? How did you grow up? Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. And number two, what are some of your favorite Thanksgiving traditions mm. back home?
1: That's a good one. All right, so we'll hit on the Thanksgiving tradition one first because I feel like I can answer that a little quicker. Okay. Favorite thing for Thanksgiving for me, parents are divorced. So I flipped Thanksgivings every year. So every year, one year I'd go to my dad's Thanksgiving, one year I'd go to mom's Thanksgiving, dad, and mom. Mm-hmm. Um, mom's Thanksgiving was the same from the age of zero when I was born to
2: Age zero.
1: <laughs> uh, I think 15 or 16 2019 it was the same okay. my mom's uh, my nana who was the uh, my great grandmother I was blessed to know her for 16 years of my life um, we would go to her house every year and we would pack in this small house so that was probably the one of the best traditions I ever had was any holiday that I was with my mom we got to go to nana's it was probably one of the... My Nana, who I wear across my neck now, mm-hmm. you see probably every day. Sure. Mm-hmm. Right here. Uh, probably one of the most influential and most amazing people in my life. Uh, on my dad's side, it's really just getting together with a lot of family that I don't get to see as often as I see my mom's family. My mom's family is a lot closer in distance and proximity than my dad's family. Mm-hmm. Uh, with my cousin Andrew, who lives in New York and... Uh, just all other cousins who live anywhere from either Wisconsin, some live out Ooh. there, yeah, <laughs> or um, just down in like southern Massachusetts. Um, and Thanksgiving, we really get to see all of them. And you know, it's I really love that. But uh, one of my favorite tra- traditions is probably where I have two very big families. So one person has to bring one item of food and just seeing all the different items of food that come out. Mm-hmm. Like one year for Thanksgiving, I think we had salmon. So it's a potluck. Yeah. Okay. It's awesome. Sounds really tasty. Oh, it was so much fun. Mm. It was awesome. I think one year we, like, smoked ribs for Thanksgiving. (laughs) It was so fun. My cousin Anthony smoked ribs. So that was fun. (laughs) Um, Second question. Growing up. What is life like in Massachusetts?
0: You carry that. Everybody in the nation, I think, can easily identify New England as a place that has such a unique energy... And I think it stems back from all the way in the American Revolution. This was a place, you know, this is like a, a history lesson a, with Alfred Ayala. This is like a powder keg, you know, a real <laughs> a real explosive area of the, of the nation. And I say that with, you know, uh, incomplete and utter respect for you because you, uh, I yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. you really you really embody that New England energy. I appreciate Energy. That. I so do. tell I us that. tell us what that's like over there.
1: Uh, it's very different. I'll say it was different before I knew Jeff, and it was different after I knew Jeff. Okay. Jeff brought more of that New England vibe <laughs> for me. <laughs> okay.
0: One FaceTime call, and I knew that. <laughs>
1: Dude, <laughs> Jeff Jeff was hilarious. Um, life is different there. The people are different. I'll never forget. We were here. We ended up coming to California before we, before I moved in. We were here a week, me and my mom and Jeff. Mm. And my dad and Audra came halfway through the week. Mm. But a week before we came, me and my mom and Jeff. We were getting coffee at Better Buzz Coffee. Mm-hmm. I, I will never forget.
0: SoCal Staple.
1: We're sitting in line for maybe 15 minutes, and there are three cars in line. And Jeff goes, what are they fucking doing? Brewing the coffee beans by the steak? He's like, what, did they just pull them off the tree? He goes, are they just like churning them themselves? <laughs> he goes, people here are slow. He didn't mean mentally. He just meant like nobody's in a rush to go anywhere. Oh, no. Yeah. I'll never forget. When we visited the college April 1st, we were at Mission Beach at noontime. Packed. Like, packed to the brim. You couldn't find a seat on the beach. My mom goes, do these people even fucking work? (laughs) Like, nobody nobody was doing shit. (laughs) And back home, like, if there's a car on the road at, like, 3 in the afternoon, you're like, oh, you lazy fuck. Why are you not working? (laughs) Why are you not out doing something? Um, Much more go 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 much more work 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 Um, The differences here that I really appreciate honestly are people's willingness to be spontaneous and Do things you know like I see a lot more often here people who want to be outside in nature oh, yeah. doing things. I can say for the time that I've been here, I've been camping like 5 times in the last 3 months. I cannot tell you how many times I went camping at home. You know, in the last 5 in the last 3 months I've been camping 5 times. I've surfed almost what? Like 50 times? I don't, you know, like a ton? Dozen. Almost every week for 3 months. Like and that's just being outside. Right. You know, it's being in this environment. I walk outside every day and I'm blessed to see this beautiful environment. Which I think, yes, you have in mass, but it's a different, it's a different vibe. Mm-hmm. For sure. You know, it's a, it's a it's very
0: transactional over there, kind of. Yeah, thing.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's very. Like I'll, I'll never forget. I always I say now, that had my had I lived in California during quarantine, my life would have been a hundred percent different in that quarantine. In oh, yeah. quarantine, stayed inside, played video games a lot with my friends. Yeah, but if I was here, oh my God, I could have been doing so much. Mm-hmm. I probably would have been out golfing or surfing. Or, running. Like sure. I would have been doing so many outdoor activities. So let me ask you a follow-up question. Yeah, um, unless you have anything more to say on that. No, no,
2: no, no, no. After being here in three months in a new environment in California, compared to mass, do you have any idea in your head yet where you think you're gonna end up after college? Does so really
1: cross your mind at all. Yeah. it Well, actually, it was kind of some of the reason that I chose, actually, to go back to our first question, was that I wanted – I always, like, thought of the place where – I always thought, like, oh, where people go to college is usually where they get their job, which is usually where they stay. And I don't know if I really want to stay, like, in my small hometown and be a townie like everyone else. Mm-hmm. I wanted bigger things than that. Mm-hmm. And for me, San Diego was a really good spot. It was bigger. It was uh, a little more city, not crazy. But um it was just better – in my eyes, like the weather, I liked more, I, uh, just the environment, the lifestyle. So after college, though, honestly, I have no clue. If I'm going to be completely honest, and this is, I'm going to try to sound as modest as possible. I hope to live in different places, in and have the ability to live in many different places. I want to have the ability to live in California, but also go live in Massachusetts. Okay. Till that time comes, I don't know. I also want to live out of a van, and drive around and like, do that stuff. You guys have known, I've been saying that. We almost bought a van. We should still buy a van. Oh, uh, dude. Once we... We bought a zoo. We bought (laughs) a zoo. (laughs) So then,
0: related question. Yeah. In 10 years, where is Gabriel Wilson? What is he doing? Oh, I'm I'm
1: traveling. I'm traveling. 100%. 10 years, I'm only 28. You know how young that is? That's young. That's That's so fucking young. You still
0: got your knees. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know about
1: that. I got, <laughs> I got one. I got one and a half.
2: Oh wow.
0: Okay.
1: Uh oh. All right. Well, we tore, we tore the one. So oh, we nice. got that one and a half. But uh, I've been saying this a lot recently. This new realization is that like we're eighteen, 18, 19, right around that age. Twenty, max. Think of all you've done from zero to now. Mm. You learned the alphabet, words, sentences, numbers, multiplication, calculus. History, how to get to college, how to write documents. Look at all you've done in 18 years. Do you think that the next 18 years you can grow as much as you did in your first 18 years? More. Like, But, but like some people would say, no, I learned the whole alphabet. <laughs> I learned words. Oh no. I learned how to read. Mm-hmm. But for me, I think that that growth is minimal. We can grow so much more in 18 years. So I don't ask myself, I love the question, 10 years. I don't ask 10 years. I ask 18 years. And next, time, next year, I'll ask in 19 years. And the year after that, I'll ask in 20 years. Right? I want to see how far I can push myself. That
0: reminds year. me of the Matthew McConaughey yes. Oscar winning speech. And that's where I got it. That's where you got it? That's where I got that it. That makes sense. There you go. Mm.
1: Exactly. And I wanted to put my own spin on it. Okay. Which was every year I asked myself, where will I be in 19 years? And guess what? When I'm 50, hey, where will I be in 50 years? Okay. When I'm 56, where will I be in 56 years? Yeah. In my eyes, I'm living to like a billion I'm living forever. Yeah. By then, I'll figure it I out. Constant growth. Yeah. So, so Gabe,
2: to that point.
1: Yeah.
2: For any of you who know Gabe Wilson, he's a very motivated person, um, especially when it comes to making moolah. <laughs> yes. What role does money play, or, or, let's say, success mm-hmm. in that next part of your life? What do you? How much do you mission to make? What are your plans with that with that money that you do make? How does how does that play into your your future goals and life plans?
0: Now, before you get to that, audience, I want to interject here. His his ambition for you know, as Adam put it, moolah. Do not get that confused with greed, because no, Gabriel Wilson is one of the most selfless and generous people I've ever met in my life.
1: Yes, keep that. Name. I appreciate you that for saying that.
0: And I think it's a very virtuous quality to have because. Oftentimes, we find ourselves struggling to find a balance between attainment mm-hmm. and selflessness. And I think Gabriel Wilson is one of the best examples of that happy medium of Thank ambition you. and generosity. Thank you. And I appreciate that. put that into words for us. What, so. What's the mechanism behind that? Hold on. That?
2: Before, I to to on that. Before I want to add to your point, you want to interject? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Keep thinking Gabe. Okay, so, yeah. anyway, so this man worked countless hours. With school, back home, I did to, to make the money that he has now, to to, to be to have the means that he does in college, to support all of his friends, which he's done so generously. This man has covered my ass. Oh, I don't know. I, too many times to count. I got so many IOUs with them. <laughs> They all don't matter. They Our don't little matter.
0: pizza boy. <laughs> pizza
2: boy. <laughs> yes. He but, worked
0: at a pizza <laughs> joint back home.
2: Yes. But that really reveals his character to you, how, how, as Alfred so greatly put it, how selfless he is, and how much he cares to have fun and to make his friends feel Feel the same excitement and joy he does in his life. And he wants to help him out in any way he can. And I think that, very, that goes um, sometimes unnoticed, but it's, it's, very, it's a very
1: good quality of his. Mm. Yeah, I appreciate that. Of course. And uh, that kind of leads, honestly, to my answer. So, my one year goal is going to sound crazy to all you listening, some of you, and hopefully it doesn't sound crazy to most of you. Because I hope that if you think it's crazy, then my goal is good. That's the way I think about it. So, take a little play of words here from one of our good friends and mentors Mm. with what I got working. My goal this year is six figures. What that may be. Now that's six figures with like six, like five zeros after it. Okay. Um, That's my financial goal. And that is for many things. Um, To be honest with you, most of that is not for me. Most of that is for you guys. I want to be able to say, Hey, Alfred, Adam, Hayden, Max. Let's go to Hawaii. Gabe, I can't go. I'm short 500. I got you. Let's go. I care more about making that memory than not. Because I feel that too many people look back and they're like, oh man, I wish I just did this, but I didn't work for it. I didn't work my job to get there. And I've surrounded myself with people who I know are working and who I know work hard, that I have no problem putting that out there. Because I know one day... They're going to be where I am too. Mm -hmm. Or they're going to be ahead of me. And I hope you are ahead of me. You know, the next thing, my biggest thing is my parents. I looked at both of my parents, or all four of my parents Mm -hmm. (laughs) one day, and I said, what do you want? What do you want? They looked at me like I was nuts. Like, what do you mean, what do you want? I think I was like 16. Like, you're 16. You have a a job that pays you $70 a week. What What do you mean, what do I want? I go, when I'm wealthy and successful, what do you want? My mom goes, I want my villa on the beach in Hawaii where Jeff can surf all day and my mom can make, uh, like, do therapy. And my dad goes, I want a vineyard in Napa. And I go, okay, one day you'll have it. So my six-figure goal, yeah, sure, some of it I get to keep. Most of it's going to pay for college. But also, part of it is going to my parents. You know, that, that that's my goal for that. Um, but that's just the one-year goal. You know, like five-year goal I reckon like 500,000 you know 10-year goal if I have not hit a million by the time I'm 28 there's a big problem
0: mm.
1: you know they say it only takes 1,000 to make a million because if you make a thousand you can make a million so I think I'm gonna hit it I actually I don't think I'm gonna hit it I'll take a play on my own words I will hit it you know speaking affirmations and they will happen Um that is my goal success-wise, honestly. But like success, like we said in previous episodes, success isn't everything. It's all happiness. So I would be completely happy if I'm making 50000 this year, but I still get to do these things with my friends. I still... Or in five years, if I'm making the same amount I did the year before, but I get to live out of my van and travel across the country and work from my van. Like I said, with the things I have no doubt in my mind that with the things I got going on, I will be where I wanna be. Actually, I'll be further than where I wanna be. I know it is. Good man. I like that. Good man.
2: Yeah. I think as well, so again, for any of you who know Gabe Wilson, he's a big uh, going outside of your comfort zone kind of guy.
1: I'm wearing it still. I'm he still really wearing it.
2: How does, well, first of all, two questions. Yep. First, how did you get in the whole seat discomfort thing? And two, how does that play into your future future goals and, and what you want to do with, I mean, not even just future, but
1: what you want to do now move, and moving forward with your life? It's everything. Everything. All 24 hours of my day is seeking discomfort. And the, my favorite cliche is when people are like, oh, Gabe, you should do this. I'm like, nah, 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 man, I don't want it. They're like, hey, seek discomfort. You know, and I like that. Because it pushes me. In there. Yeah, mm-hmm. it reminds me to practice what I preach. Even though I practice it, I believe I say this selfishly. I believe I practice it every day. But it's also just an addition. You know, when I don't feel like practicing, it's a practice. Um, where did it come from? I stumbled across a YouTube video from this group called Yes Theory. And this was back when they were starting, when they had 500 subscribers, I think. And now they're close to like 5 million. Um, and I loved their message. My two biggest quotes is that a stranger is just a friend you haven't met yet. And The greatest things in life are on the other side of fear come from them. I can't I can't say those are mine I I Act like they're mine because I truly and wholeheartedly believe them.
0: he lives these quotes out every day I can see it,
1: but they're not mine. They're what I got from them. They are They motivated me to have the crazy dreams and the crazy successes Uh, they're based in California in LA, so I think that that was somewhat of a little drawing factor mm. yeah. to, to pull me out here a little bit. But uh, yeah. and then where I see this in the future is how I see it now. It's everything I live by. Every day I live, seeking discomfort, believing that when you put yourself out there, when you are uncomfortable, you know, get comfortable being uncomfortable, you truly grow. And I think you see that a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, they said in one of their videos, they go, it only takes five seconds of courage. Will Smith said this too. And we said it in one of our other videos. Mm -hmm. It only takes five seconds of courage. My favorite thing I've done so far in, let's say, the year, one of my favorite things, because there have been a lot, was I went skydiving on my birthday. And all I wanted to do for my entire life, it was on a goals list in my room. It said, go skydiving, was one of them. And I want to get my skydiving license. I'm going to do it too. Um, I wanted to go skydiving and the only thing I asked for for my birthday I don't like my birthday very much because I don't like a whole day being about me mm-hmm. I don't like that sure. okay you know that sure. I don't like my birthday mm-hmm. the I only thing I I, I've never been so absorbed with my birthday all I wanted to do was go and jump out of this plane and seek that discomfort and the that was like the most discomfort I could have ever saw and literally it was so terrifying for the five seconds you step up and you walk to the edge of the plane and then I got to the edge and I was like this is amazing and I jumped and How I'll do it again oh it was, for all of you who have never been skydiving, go skydiving, please. It is the most rewarding experience. And if you wanna go skydiving, text me, cause I'll go with you. I'll do it, any day of the week. I'm on the same plane. You will. I will. Yeah. Was that,
0: was that on your bucket list? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: Could you share with us some of your other bucket list items? Mm-hmm. What are some things that you I hold super yeah. important that you wanna, you wanna accomplish in your life?
1: I got them written down on a board in my room. Uh, One of the ones that was on my board previously uh, was uh, run a marathon. We did that. Uh, That was super seeking discomfort. Uh, One that I want to do, a physical goal, is um, run an Ironman. And these are goals by the end of college, by the way. Um, Run an Ironman. Now, it was crazy. Before college started, my actual financial goal was to make $60,000 by the end of college. Which seemed like a lot. Because mm-hmm. like, I was like, oh my god, I'm not gonna work freshman year because my parents told me I couldn't. But sophomore, and junior, senior, that's 20 grand a year. That's working, that's working. But now, with opportunities, s- six, 60 grand should be Light work. two or three months. And mm. I say that with complete honesty. Get all out of this guy. <laughs> I know, and it sounds crazy, but that's the goal. That's the goal, you set crazy goals, crazy things will happen. You know, a great quote by uh, Michelangelo, I believe it was, aim for the star or aim for the moon, because if you miss, you will hit the stars, was a, uh, was a quote, I believe it was by Michelangelo, you can check me on that one, but um, yeah.
0: I think Kanye West had a similar one in one of his songs, Homecoming. I believe so. Reach for the stars, because if you fall, you land on a cloud. Yeah, that was Homecoming. Yeah. featuring Chris Martin. Um, Gabriel, I went on a couple of concert ex- oh, ex- yes. experiences with you, and it's it seems like you're very experience oriented with your money. You you want to achieve money so you can attain experiences. Correct. So you you know you spend money for a memory. Correct. Right. And on these concerts, you know, you're a very vibrant person.
1: Very. Um,
0: what are some experiences that you want to... For example, you spend money on a concert ticket. Yep. What are some of those experiences that you want to have? Do you want to-
1: like that I'm thinking of when I go in there? Yes. First thing I think of, who am I going with? Mm-hmm. I don't spend the money to go by myself. As, mm-hmm. as much as I love meeting the people around me, mm-hmm. I can meet people with people that I love going Sure. With. So first comes first, who am I going with to share this memory with, Mm -hmm. right? That's what I think of first because I want to share memories with people, right? I make my own memories by sharing them with other people. Mm -hmm. Um, Second is just honestly to be in the moment. If you look through my camera roll and my Snapchat memories, there are not many videos of me being at concerts because I don't take them. Right. I think I've taken three and we've been to five concerts while here. Mm -hmm. And it was just because I've already been to that concert when we went to the Ty, Ty in the I took three videos, that one concert. Mm-hmm. But the concert before, my phone died, and I was like, oh, that's okay. Because I like being there in the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, when we went to the Somersault concert, one of my favorite times was jumping up and down while the opening band was playing I mean, and people were surf crowd surfing glorious. in this tiny venue that holds maybe 200 people. Max. Max, by the way. Um, Some of my best experiences, before I came to college, I'd been to five concerts. All the same concert, Dave Matthews Band. My mm. favorite band, favorite music I can listen to. Thank you to Jeff, I'll shoot, shout you out again. Thanks to Jeff for that one. He forced me will back it.
0: to that music in a little while.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, one of my favorite memories from Dave Matthews is at the end of the concert, when they walk off for the encore, everyone stands up and holds their flashlight. up. Mind you, it's dark, mm-hmm. pitch black. And they don't come out until every light's on. And you turn around and there's just this sea of lights. And it's just breathtaking. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my God. Like, it's just beautiful. And you look around and you're a part of that sea of lights, you know? And then they come back out and the band starts and it's da-da-da. It goes nuts. But um, that's what I look, honestly, like when I go to concerts. Because I love live music now. Now being to, now that I'm grateful to say of being to 10 concerts. Um, and 11 on Sunday. We're going to Clinton Kane. Which I'm oh. so excited for. Mm. I am beyond excited. Small artist that I've been following mm-hmm. for a long time. Very
0: nice. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah. On this musical note, um, give us give us some of your favorite artists. What are your f- favorite songs?
1: Dave Matthews number one.
0: Dave Matthews number one. Sure.
1: Dave Matthews number one. Undeniable. Undeniable. Okay. Okay. Dave Matthews number one. Irrefutable. Yeah. <clears throat> Dave Matthews. Undoubtedly. One. Undoubtedly. Okay. Indubitably. Indubitably. Oh. Okay. Indubitably. Oh. <laughs> Um, Dave Matthews, number one. Honestly, it's like different from there, man. Number two is like...
0: I don't need a ranking. Just okay, shoot him out there. You know?
1: I love Jack Johnson, John Mayer. Love all that. Okay. Camp, really good. Camp's Mumford & Sons. I love that indie vibe, man. That mm. yep. I, n- I never thought I was going to get into it, but I made a playlist for all of those of you who want to know. It's called Oak Milk Lattes in the Mountains. And uh, it's one of the best playlists I've made. I'm a huge playlist guy, so please ask me about music whenever. That I sounds like
0: them. one of my descriptions. Yeah. Oak, oak milk lattes in the mountains, ladies oak, and gentlemen.
1: Not oat? Oak. oat. milk
2: oak. lattes. Oak. No, oak. he says oak. 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 oak milk. Like oak. An oak tree.
1: Yeah.
0: Oak milk. Oak,
1: oak, oak milk lattes in the mountains. Yes. <laughs> Already. Yes. Oak, oak milk, milk lattes in the mountains. Yes.
0: Mmm. <laughs> yeah. Milk from an oak. <laughs> <laughs> What is it's this? a play on
1: words, all right? Yeah. It's supposed to get the trees involved, okay?
0: Mm, okay, okay.
1: But uh, I love making playlists. so I love I love making playlists for a vibe, though. You know, people right. are like, oh, what music's on this playlist? No, it's not what music, what artist. It's, it's what What does vibe. it feel like when you yeah. listen to this? Right. That I make those playlists. Yes, it's like, what's the playlist I want to listen to when I'm driving to the beach during the sunset about to go surf? Right. What's the playlist I'm listening to when I wake up Monday morning and I don't want to wake up? Mm-hmm. What's the playlist I... Listen to when I'm driving through the woods, over the mountains, down the beach with friends. Nighttime with friends. Let me ask you this:
0: involved. What do you listen to when you're sad?
1: Ah, uh, it's a good question. Sad? I don't know. What um, do you listen to when
0: you're down? What gets you? Whether whether it's to wallow in your own sadness or whether think, it's to get you out. What I you, think
1: it's the same stuff that I listen to when I'm happy.
0: Really? You know, because it change?
1: No, because that happy association just makes you happier. Okay. You know, you listen to a song that ha- that you listen to while you're happy you listen to it while you're sad you slowly become happy you're like you know what I really love this song mm-hmm. you know I really love this I love songs that have messages in them. you know a, a great song that I love that I play when I go to the gym is uh, I Miss the Days by NF you know and it's it's a powerful song it's a great song, song. Okay. It's a great song. Yeah. Um, and it's just powerful and I love it you know it's it's a great song to listen to and not because it makes me feel a certain way just because I love the message in the song Sure.
2: you know so Gabe. Um, Backpending a little bit here, with relation to music, so you mentioned that a lot of your songs and vibes are for, example, Drives with Friends. Yeah. And Seek Discomfort is all about meeting new people. Yes. How do you, or do you, allot time for just yourself? And how does that make, like,
1: how how do you personally deal with you, with just Gabe? Uh, for me, it's the early mornings. I'll be straight up with you, and this is a critique to many people, and it's a critique to myself because I sometimes don't get up so early. But many people don't want to wake up early. Many people do not want to get up at 6.30 in the morning, 6 o'clock in the morning. Mm. They hear the number 6, and they're like, you. They're mm. like, no, could never do that. Mm. And I, and to be honest with you, I'm sorry because there are hours in the day that we should be using, and some those are the most peaceful hours of the day in my opinion. It's not 2 in the morning when everyone's asleep and you're trying to go to sleep. It's when you wake up and everyone's still asleep. So the time that I would say is spent for me is my mornings. Uh, when I wake up at 6.37 here, back home it was 5, 5.30, which I hope to hit at some point. Mm-hmm. You know, over summer you get into that vibe of waking up a little later. Right. but um, Which I'm slowly working it back. You know, you work back 15 mm. minutes every day. At the beginning of the year, I was probably waking up at like Eight thirty mm. for my ten o'clock class, mm. but now I'm up at six thirty, six forty-five, around that around that time frame
0: right, to right. be
1: ready for my day at seven thirty. You know, and it's not like I'm doing anything different doing the same things. Now I just have more time. Right. Spend with myself to do things that I want to do, to work, to take notes, to use my time better. Grab your coffee. Gra- I grab and a coffee every morning. That's
0: your routine. So Coffee you take- and breakfast every morning. So for Adam's self-care question, you take comfort and routine and that's where you find yourself good in the mornings?
1: Most definitely. Morning yeah. routine is the same. I okay. wake up, I take a shower, I brush my teeth, I go and get my coffee and breakfast. I hope that one of my friends meets me there while I'm there and we get work done. While we're there, uh, I usually do some homework or work, uh, so be it, uh, get anything else done that I need to get done, really, in the mornings. So that time, really, from like about 6.30 to probably like 8.30, 9 o'clock, is probably some of the best time, that, at least the time that I spend myself. I like to surround myself with people that I love to be around. Mm-hmm. So.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So as we trudge on through this podcast offered to need your opinion here as my as a co-host. <laughs> should we go rapid fire or should we go the big the big kahuna? Right I
0: think now? we go with the big kahuna and then we'll we'll ease on up. We'll wrap things up with the rapid fire as we have in the past. I like that. So yeah. we've we dealt this question to Adam. Yeah. <laughs> you served it up to me and now it's time to lay down on you. Gabriel Wilson.
1: I should have thought about this because now I gotta think. Well
0: no there's there's a certain honesty and genuine aspect of being asked. It on, the on the spot yeah and I think it's something we, we all all three of us did so
1: fair enough fair enough
0: so Gabriel Wilson what's an experience a moment an event something that was pivotal oh. in your life a, a time in your mind that now you look back and has deep deep meaning to you an experience that has changed you
1: I, you know, I thought it was going to be hard at first. I did. Thought it was going to be hard. Because I was like, oh my God, there's so many different memories. Me changing middle school to high school. Me coming here. uh, Playing baseball. Deciding to manage instead. You know, so many things. And then it finally hit me. Um, February 26th, 2019? Hmm. February 26, 2019. I remember it literally like it was yesterday. It was, uh, mom. I hope you don't cry during this one. <laughs> uh, it was about six, no, four o'clock in the morning. My mom had come into my room. She woke me up. She goes, Hey, uh, Nana passed away. Nana is my great grandmother, um, who pretty much like literally like raised me. I she worked till she was 96, uh, which she died at like 96. Uh, No, 97. Um, She was a hairdresser, and I grew up. I think that's kind of where, like, my old soulness comes from, was that I grew up with, like, my great-grandmother raising me most of the time, spending all my summers with her at her house. Um, So she was a very, 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 very large person in my life. So she told me, we drove to my grandmother, my great-grandmother's house. uh, We saw her, and that was just, it was really tough. Like, really tough. Like, it's Mm -hmm. still tough to this day. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll even say that. Like, I visit her twice a year because that's all that I can, like, physically get up to go. Uh, Her birthday, March 17th, uh, and the day she passed away, February 26th. Um, And actually, this year was a crazy one. I actually saw her for a third time. I went to see her before I left. Um, And when I go, I literally will sit there for, like, an hour. And I bring a lawn chair and, like... For those of you guys that know, I don't cry very often. I just don't cry. Right. And I, Jeff, I remember Jeff and Jenna, one of my best friends, looked at me on the day of my Nana's funeral. I was gone, just burst like just tears all day. couldn't Couldn't do anything about it. And Jeff looked at me. He's like, "I've never seen you cry like that, dude." And mind you, Jeff had known me for like seven years, and even Jenna, who has known me since I was like two. I was like, oh, Gabe, I've never seen you like that. It, it was just a rush of emotion. And now the only times that I cry are one when I ever think about her or when I go and see her. And um, it was actually crazy. When we were here, you guys actually saw me cry i we were on first year retreat mm. we were at mass and we were all praying mm. and i looked up when we were in uh joshua no julian mm. we were in julian and there were so many stars in the sky and for those of you who know me you know i am obsessed with stars mm. in the sky and i looked up and i was like hey nana if you're up there shoot one across for me now, i've seen shooting stars in the past i've seen them all and like a light dude I'm looking up, in a huge, like, a it was like a meteor. A scorcher. Just, phew, across. And you know how sometimes they disappear in the clouds or disappear halfway? No, the entire sky. And I kid you not, 10 seconds after I said it. And I just burst into tears. I was like, what the fuck? So that, and honestly, that was, like, the biggest thing for me because that was, like, one of the biggest people that I have ever lost in my life. So I had lost my great-grandmother, my uh, grandma Mae. Uh, probably like three or four years prior to that. And that was really tough too because I was like the first person in my family that I lost. But losing my Nana was like really, 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 really hard. And um, But it's when I first found Yes Theory and first found Seeking Discomfort. And it pretty much pushed me the rest of my life, you know, to realize like, hey, I only got to spend 16 years with my great-grandmother. I don't want to waste any of the time that I have left you know I want to with take anyone it, with anyone mm-hmm. you know if you watch I don't take many pictures I take a lot of videos which is why I like making those vlogs and those those moments. <clears throat> because I always wished that I had taken more videos of people who had passed or people who I don't see very often right because a video speaks a thousand pictures you know a picture says a thousand mm. words a video speaks a thousand pictures which is why I like to take videos, which is why my phone has no storage on it because I have mm. freaking seven-minute videos from a first-year retreat that we went on six months ago. You know, like... So uh, the biggest defining moment in my life was probably that. But it made me who I am. It made me want to get the National Honor Society because my great-grandmother used to talk about how it was... It's, I, I wish I could have believed it was real, but it was too crazy. She used to tell the story. She would go up on stage. she she, she say, she Gabriel... She'd never call me Gabe. It was always Gabriel. Gabriel. I walked up on stage, and they said, Francis Christofoli, the smartest person in the world. (laughs) She was the smartest person in the whole world. So that pushed me to want to be, like, good academically and stuff like that. And then she did uh, pretty well. Her her husband, my great-grandpa, who I didn't get the uh, opportunity of meeting, he was in the military, or in the Navy. Uh, No, Coast Guard. Jesus. He was in the Coast Guard for some time. And they did pretty well in the... Got a uh, a cottage down in Duxbury that I live my summers at with my grandparents, and I always will, and I forever will. Um, so I've always wanted to get that for myself and stuff okay. like that. So most of my goals come from her. Most of my personality comes from her. Wonderful. So,
0: yeah. Thank you for sharing, Gabriel. Yeah, thank, you, thank you guys you so much.
1: Definitely. All right.
0: Have we reached that moment?
1: We have. It is time. Fucking rapid fire. Let's go. Time. I'm so ready.
0: I'm, I am don't think you are. Cause I don't think they can come no. up with enough rapid fire really? questions. No, I don't, don't think they can. No, because you guys, rapid fire seems to have the opposite effect. You think you're going in slow motion. I'm gonna. Lay, yeah. I'm gonna lay you down. You go in slow motion. You went slow motion. No, 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 you no, no, no. Were, we no, no, no. Like, Alfred,
1: <laughs> top three movies. You were like, I like La La Land because of the plot and the cinematography, and I like this okay, movie. Okay, that and was and like outside. La La that was
0: outside of the rapid fire. Uh-huh. I'm talking about the no, questions. No, That was the intro. You guys asked five. <laughs> five.
1: Okay. We did not. That's because you took twenty minutes yeah. to answer them.
0: Okay. All right.
1: <laughs> All right. Should we get? Adam, shoot. Game. Top three movies. Top three movies: Goodwill Hunting, Pulp Fiction, and The Natural. Favorite color? Uh, ocean blue.
2: Ocean,
1: ocean blue. Favorite song? Uh, ooh, f- <sighs> Fuck. Uh, "Lie in our Graves by the Dave Matthews band.
0: Favorite snack at the movies?
1: Favorite snack at the movies. Got to be popcorn and M&Ms combined. Can't do it without
0: them. You dump them in the back. Interesting. Yep. Gotcha. Okay,
1: okay. And then shake it up. Favorite sport? Baseball.
0: Favorite sports team?
1: Red Sox. Come on. Tuffy here. Favorite quote favorite quote we are what we repeatedly do therefore success ought be a habit not an act i'll say it again we are what we repeatedly do therefore success up be a habit not an act aristotle said that dream car uh a shelby cobra S- shelby cobra what year uh 1998
0: yeah favorite animal
1: animal um turtle Really? Yes. Why turtle? turtle? Uh, because they're <laughs> tough on the outside, but really soft on the inside. Favorite actor? Uh, Matthew McConaughey. Favorite holiday dish? Um, Stuffing on Thanksgiving.
0: Country you want to visit?
1: Uh, Australia. Dream house? Um, ma- the cottage on a beach. On a beach. Yep.
0: This might be, a t- I don't know, biggest fear?
1: Biggest fear? Ooh. Um, Ooh. Mmm. Mm, biggest fear? Um... Fuck. That's tough. <laughs> Biggest fear? Um... God, <laughs> you're gonna shake the camera. Nobody's gonna like that. <laughs> Biggest fear? Probably failure. Failure. Yeah, I
0: agree with that. That's mine. My... That
1: failure. That's, that's very true. See, uh, I told you I couldn't come up with enough. No, I have. Favorite artwork? Favorite piece of artwork? Yes. Uh, it is this picture in the movie Goodwill Hunting where the waves are crashing over a tiny little boat. There's many different interpretations of that piece. It's favorite by, uh, favorite place Homer. to be in the world. Favorite place to be in the world for the places that I've been in or the places that I...
0: Have you been in a place you find solitude?
1: Um, Place I found solitude was in the Dominican Republic because I'm... Actually, no, Long Island. I changed that answer. Long Island. Long Island because some of the greatest friends that I have live in Long Island and some of my favorite times are in Long Island. Favorite fast food? Uh, favorite fast food. Does five guys count as fast food? Yes. yes? yes. Are you joking? Ah, no. You know what? Fuck it. in and out Yes. yes. Yeah. the sir. We're going there after this. One. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? Favorite TV show. Favorite TV show. White Collar. Based my life off a of character Collar. named Neil Caffrey. Okay. We'll get into that more one day. But I uh, yeah. Okay.
0: And I don't think we have to ask you this one. Your favorite clothing.
1: Favorite clothing. Seek discomfort. There easily. you go. Celebrity crush. Celebrity Crust, Alexander Daddario, without a doubt. Oh my gosh. <laughs> without a doubt, not even a hesitation. I can respect that one. Alexander, Alexander, favorite beverage? Favorite beverage? Um, Iced tea. Favorite so cool. f- food? Favorite food? Steak. Yes. What kind? What New, kind? New York steak. New York steak. Robert Alietta. Cooked how? Uh, medium rare. Robert yes. Alietta. New York steak, my friend. It's a big one. Me and Robert have that joke.
0: I think that was good. That was like two minutes.
1: That was a good fast question yeah. round.
0: Guys, Told, you. Told you. You
1: guys are amazing people. You're, so are you, Gabe? No, you guys are amazing. awesome. No, you.
0: Folks, I hope... Now, I, I think a person is like a canyon. Unless you go in and you walk it yourself, you can never truly... <laughs> like, listen to
2: this guy. You can never listen truly this know. Milwaukee.
0: So... <laughs> So, for all you guys listening, I really hope that you were able to see some some slice of what Gabriel slice Wilson the is. Gabriel Wilson pie. Gabriel. <laughs> now, that is a very big pie. Gabriel.
1: If I'm a pie, he's a seven layer cheesecake. We brought this up last. time. okay? Yeah. All right,
0: all right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> folks. Adam's ho- an oak tree. I hope.
2: I'm an oak milk tree. He's I, an oak <laughs> milk tree
1: with <laughs> is, potatoes.
0: There's no, the su- there no such thing as oak milk. I don't even know. No,
1: there's no, it's it's a play on words. Okay, well, I'm get saying it. it's stupid. I get it.
0: I'm not saying that right, it's not what? What? a play on words. I'm saying it. it's stupid.
1: It's, it's going to be Thanksgiving this week. Let's all be thankful for something. Be Walk around something. and be thankful for something. Challenge
0: of the week. Coming from me, actually.
1: Let's hear it.
0: Examine your own life. And Make a list. Find things that you're thankful for. Yes. Appreciate things yes. in life. Okay? And
1: tell them that you're thankful for them. Tell them. Yes. Those yes. people.
0: Don't Whatever wait. it may be. Recognize it. Appreciate it.
2: Tell your family. Tell your friends. Tell your mentors, teachers. Whoever in your life. Tell them you love them. Tell them you're thankful for them. Sorry. Tell them you love them. Tell them you are thankful for them.
0: And ladies and gents, if you're traveling this holiday season, please be safe. Best wishes. And blessings upon you and yours. I hope you have a wonderful holiday season. Good night. We love you all. We love you.
1: Have a good night, everybody. Peace.